Welcome back to We Are Here, a Keystone Edge podcast starring Pennsylvanians making their mark. I'm your host, Lee Staber. This series has been created in partnership with PA Humanities, an organization dedicated to building community and sparking change. We hope these conversations will do the same. In July 2022, I sat for the first time in front of the microphones at Philly Podcast Studio in North Philadelphia. On that day, we recorded an episode about the restoration of the Vanka Church murals outside of Pittsburgh. We also recorded a conversation with Dawn Frisbee Byers, Senior Director of Content and Engagement at PA Humanities. We chose the title, We Are Here, to illustrate how groups in Pennsylvania, though not necessarily making the evening news or trending on top of Twitter, but they're doing vital work. They're in your community. They're of the moment. They're important. And they're making our state a better place to live. I think it's safe to say we've accomplished that goal. In the last year, we've recorded 10 episodes telling stories from across the state, from Erie and Gettysburg, Damascus Township and Bucks County, Reading, York, and Philadelphia. We learned about how PA Sharp grants had boosted organizations and communities during the pandemic. We heard about why humanities matter. We were surprised, we laughed, once we even cried. Well, I cried just a little. It's been a journey. To mark the end of season one and to look forward to season two, we're now joined by Lori Zierer, Executive Director of PA Humanities. She's here to share her own reflections on the podcast and to explain why they thought this was the perfect tool to showcase the voices of Pennsylvania. So why did PA Humanities want to do a podcast? I know it was something new for you guys. Well, I have to tell you, I was not a regular podcast listener by any means when we started. During the pandemic, I actually started to listen because I wanted to get in connection with other people. Um, So I started listening to Krista Tippett's On Being. Also, there was this wonderful program, The New Abnormal, The Daily Beast. Molly Jongfast was co-host at the time. I started to really get into it. And uh, my staff was as well. And I was realizing that it was an opportunity to get off screen, engage, and really let your mind go free and listen and experience other people's lives and poetry in our world. We embraced it very quickly um, that we're that kind of organization that wants to learn. And we were in the learning mode as we were going on Zoom as well with our own programs. We had this wonderful opportunity with our PA Sharp program uh, that was funded by the National Endowment for the Humanities. And that opportunity really allowed us with 92 grantees to look at the experiences of people all across the state as they were putting the humanities in action in their communities to really learn from one another. And Uh, You were a perfect partner to develop this with us and to learn with us. And I have to thank you in particular because I felt like, yes, (laughs) you, um, because I felt like I was learning on the ground in real time what was happening in people's lives as they were putting the humanities in action in their own communities. So I have to thank you for that. Well, thank you. And it's been interesting. We've been doing Keystone Edge for over a decade. And so, you know, I trained my whole life for this, but- there are always new stories, you know, there are always new towns that I've never heard of. There are new organizations. There's always somewhere new to go. And that's just, you know, you think you get sick of Pennsylvania, but you don't. <laughs> you never do. Keep surprising you. Never you. Do. 
Um, so looking back at season one as a whole, were there any moments that really stuck out to you? Any kind of aha moments where either you realized something about the format or maybe something about the power of these grants or about just how your organization can can continue to make change? Well, a big aha moment for me was just listening and learning about people's experiences. And you know, when you asked that question, I immediately thought of the podcast, in particular at Pensbury Manor uh, with the Lenape. It was this opportunity to sit back and listen and learn from the experience of the Lenape people to learn even, you know, what is the difference between Lenape and Delaware? Um, of you asking those questions in particular to Jeremy Johnson, who was cultural education director of the Delaware tribe of Indians, as he was talking with you and Doug Miller, site administrator of Pensbury Manor, about the experience an opportunity to relocate again 180 Lenape people as well as all of the funeral pieces that were collected by so many people and displayed in so many places across the nation and internationally. Yeah. And Jeremy wins the prize for being the only guest to actually make my eyes missed up a little bit when he was just talking at the end of the episode about Reflecting on this land and on its history and on its connection and on his people's, even in displacement, their continued connection. I just thought it was so beautiful. And he has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. Oh, absolutely. But it also, it just said so much about places, um, sites like Pensbury Manor mm-hmm. and how they are partnering and uh, collaborators to really sensitively work with the Lenape tribe um, to deal with difficult histories. It was so important to learn about how they were creating a private space for healing and trauma. After a forced removal like that, after 150 years of people coming together to heal and really explore their past and their resistance in that space, but it was not for public display. It was for them and them only. That was a really special story to tell, but also opened my eyes through your interviewing to really you know, see what that was all about and how it was so meaningful to Jeremy Johnson and so many others. You're listening to We Are Here from Keystone Edge, produced in partnership with PA Humanities, which believes in putting people first. Their work champions the humanities across Pennsylvania, centering growth, equity, and community as a pathway to positive, lasting change. Learn more at pahumanities.org. We've already touched a little bit on the pandemic and that, you know, the funding for the PA Sharp grants was a result of that. Even since we started recording these podcasts, we're in a different moment mm-hmm. than we were at the beginning, where it was sort of like mid-late pandemic. And I don't know if we're coming out, but we're in a new phase certainly now. And what have you learned coming through that? And what are the lessons that you'll take forward? And what are some of maybe the pandemic things you're ready to leave behind? Right. I love that question. You know, so many times... We're looking for lessons learned. People say, well, I'm looking for best practices. I always say, you know, best practices by definition are past practices. And we live in a world that is so complex and, quite frankly, chaotic. 
embracing and leaning into that messiness and learning from so many different lens, so many different perspectives is where you find meaning. And so a big learning, I think, for us, an opportunity was with 92 grantees. I mean, we're, we're an organization that works very deep um, with, let's say, a dozen organizations or communities with PA Heart and Soul or um, with our Chester Maid program with a dozen folks who at the time, we're collecting digital stories. This was this opportunity to learn from 92 more um, folks who are exploring this on the ground. And, you know, I really see and we believe at PA Humanities, it's in that intersection of learning from so many different perspectives and really leaning into the moment that we're going to see what is the next step mm-hmm. and how we can adapt and be resilient. Yeah. And I think that this, you, it's interesting you talked about how your consumption habits changed. You picked up podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, their consumption habits changed. They looked right. for new ways to not only entertain themselves, but I think to go deeper and to like engage mm-hmm. because we were all alone, you know? Right. And there's this feeling when you go through a period of isolation to want to connect. There's like a, like the bounce back. And mm-hmm. I, I've seen that, I feel like in my own life, a, a renewed really enthusiasm for moving forward with connection, with live events, with storytelling, with all of these ways that we create connection. I mean, that, and that's the humanities, right? Absolutely. There's so much about the human voice itself. Mm-hmm. The human voice is how we find the human connection. I believe in the humanities. It is in the voice and also through narrative voice of, of point of view. Mm-hmm. When you are stepping into someone's shoes and 92 of them, yeah. you know, with all those grants and uh, with all those different experiences, you're getting so many different points of view. And it's important to get those different perspectives, but it's stepping in those shoes, multiple shoes, um, where you can really get in touch with what people are experiencing and feeling it and getting it in real time. Yeah. And I think it was remarkable, too, to really talk about the impact of the grants. And for many of these organizations, even you know, in the big, big picture, not huge amounts of money were just life-saving, game-changing, mm-hmm. enabled them to provide lifelines in their community to keep people employed, to try something new. And I was just so inspired by that. Absolutely. Um, One podcast I really connected with personally uh, was the People Project. Not only hearing uh, Lisa Cadigan's experience from the Adams County Arts Council, her journey of doing that project in the community, but also Dr. Rahman, who was there um, as part of that project, exploring her story. And as an immigrant to this country, a, a doctor who's a radiologist, you know, I, I married into a very large Greek family. My husband is second generation and his dad is a doctor and had a very similar kind of experience. Her story about Thanksgiving and the turkey, the main dish, which was just not something that was part of our culture or all the sides, really resonated. So getting connected with those stories that are a part of our lives, but also seeing them from different perspectives of Dr. Rahman's um, experience in the Gettysburg area was illuminating, but also you know, connected with uh, my experience and my family's. 
So what has been the response to the podcast? Um, so the response, it's incredible to you know walk into a room now and say, oh my gosh, I just listened to We Are Here. And I heard the story of York. It's really tremendous to you know just see this bubbling up with not only people who we're connected with at PA Humanities, but people we've not, you know, someone that I have not um, seen in a long time, that they have stumbled on this and are learning more about uh, the experience of the humanities. So anecdotally, it's wonderful to, um, you know, bump into people and hear how they're loving it. Yeah. So what does PA Humanities have in the pipeline? What's next uh, besides potentially a season two of We Are Here? Oh, we're so excited about a season two (laughs) and we're already talking about it before we have our next grant program put together. (laughs) That's how excited we are uh, about it. It's been, you know, this incredible opportunity to really learn from so many different folks across the state. I can't tell you the specifics of the next grant program, but we are planning on going on the ground with you to tell these stories. Uh, you know, we've looked at that this at the very start as this incredible opportunity to get around a campfire, like mm-hmm. a campfire, um, to tell stories. And I love one format for campfire storytelling where someone starts a story and they add on and they add on and they add on until you have this quirky story um, that is very true to uh, the individual who's told it from their perspective. And I imagine that we're going to have another series like that um, learning along with you with so many people um, in Pennsylvania. So thanks for that. Can't wait. Still more to discover always. And we're excited for what's coming next. That's a wrap for season one of We Are Here. If you have thoughts on the conversation you just heard or ideas for what we should cover in season two, reach out to us via our social channels at Keystone Edge on Instagram and Facebook. And if you miss any episodes, you can always go back. They're all available on your favorite podcast platform and at keystoneedge.com backslash we are here. Thank you for listening. Funding for We Are Here comes from PA Humanities and its federal partner, the National Endowment for the Humanities, as part of the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021.